Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. So far in Isaiah, I am enjoying the opportunity to get a glimpse of some of the character attributes of God that are not often talked about these days or maybe really during any days because they're frankly not very popular at all. So we're going to be in Isaiah chapter 3, verses 1 through 5, and this is just one little glimpse of the words of Isaiah which come from the Lord to the people of Israel who are sinning against him, who are forgetting their covenant with him, who are worshiping other gods, and who he is about to punish, not just because he likes to punish people, but because he wants to punish them so that a remnant of them, a small number of them, will actually heed his correction and turn back to him and repent and be restored into right relationship with him so that the people of Israel, according to his plan from the beginning of time, will be the vehicles through which he delivers his redemptive plan for the entire world, which is manifest and made available and made known most clearly once Jesus Christ shows up on the scene about 700 years after this, lives a perfect life, dies a sinless death, and opens the family of God up to anybody who would put their faith and trust in him. So here we are. Isaiah 3, verses 1 through 5. For behold, the Lord of hosts is taking away from Jerusalem and from Judah support and supply, all support of bread and all support of water. The mighty man and the soldier, the judge and the prophet, the diviner and the elder, the captain of 50 and the man of rank, the counselor and the skillful magician, and the expert in charms. In other words, the Lord of hosts is removing from Jerusalem and Judah every false thing that they rely on falsely, everything that they put their hope in that they shouldn't put their hope in besides God. And then verse four and five, this is what's going to happen as a result of this. I will make boys their princes and infants shall rule over them. In other words, I'm going to make irresponsible boys and infants rule over them because They're putting their hope in their rulers, and their rulers are wayward and disobedient. And so we're going to put irresponsible boys and infants in place as their rulers. In verse 5, And the people will oppress one another, everyone his fellow, and everyone his neighbor. The youth will be insolent to the elder, and the despised to the honorable. And so here we have a God. Gosh, did you learn about this in Sunday school? We have a God who, because he loves his people so much and because he wants them to be on the right path, because he wants them to live righteously, and even beyond the people of Israel for whom this is written, he wants to bring eventually Jesus Christ to the scene so that all peoples can be part of this family. Because he loves his people so much, he's willing to punish them and judge them to the degree that at least a few of them will turn from their sin. God knows that humans were created by him, designed to be in relationship with him, designed to be in a covenant fellowship with him, and that's been broken by sin, and nothing else fills the void of the lack of that covenant, that relationship. And so punishment is coming not because God is 
sadistic, just wants to beat up on little guys like us. But because he loves us and he knows that if we don't experience, or if these Israelite people don't experience the harsh judgment, the pain of his discipline, they will not turn. And if they don't turn, they will never know what it is to live an abundant life in fellowship with the creator who made them. And so this is obviously an idea of God. I I heard a message uh, over the last year from somebody who was suggesting that God is not a God of wrath, but he's a God of love. And so we need to stop thinking of God as a God of wrath because that kind of maybe hurts our sensitivities or hurts our feelings or maybe diminishes our self-esteem. I don't know what the point of that was. And we need to think of God only as a God of love. But the truth is, because God is a God of love, he's also a God of wrath, and the two go together. If God wasn't a God of wrath, then Jesus Christ would never have had to come to the earth to die to satisfy the due punishment for sin. And so because he's a God of wrath, he had to, have, of his love, send Christ. Or because of his love, he has to be wrathful. He has to punish his kids, discipline them so that they turn from the thing that's going to ruin them to live a fulfilling life. And this is well within the character of God. Our country is in an amazing place right now. 2020 has been an incredible. A lot of things have been exposed as as frauds or fakes or not what we thought they were as a result of this coronavirus pandemic. We clearly see that government is not going to save us and was never intended to be our savior or our hope. And I've had many people reach out to me and say, what do you think is going on in this country? What is God doing? And I'm just going to say this. I don't know. But if it's within God's character, to punish his people, to judge his people, his chosen precious people, Israel, the family of Abraham, as we're reading here. And if it's within the character of God to hang his only begotten son, the only perfect person to live on the planet, one of the members of the Trinity, Jesus Christ, if it's within his character to hang that guy on the cross, and in both of these cases, whether it's punishing the Israelites or hanging Jesus on the cross, in both cases, it was so that people would turn and be restored into right relationship with him. Then he is certainly willing in 21st century America to bring some pain into the lives of those of us who are his people or who claim to be his people so that we will turn away from the things that we have idolized, that we have been tempted to give our affections to more than him, the one who is only deserving of our affections, is well within his character. It would be very consistent with his character to allow us to be in a very difficult time for our own good. And that is the character of God. Lord, would you help expand our minds, our hearts, to love you, including the attributes of you that maybe are uncomfortable or untalked about because they make us squirm or they offend our sensitivities. I'm thankful that you're a God of wrath as well as a God of love. I'm thankful that you're willing to discipline us for our own good. And would you help us to love you for that and be accepting of it, to respond to it. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. 
The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.